Dean Dark is an absurd, over-the-top comedy horror adventure that is intended for older audiences. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions. Hello and welcome to Dean Dark, a comedy horror adventure real play podcast loosely based on Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition and starring some of history's most infamous monsters. I'm Danger Dangers, and I'm your host slash Crypt Keeper. This is our first two-parter since the mid-season finale, so you know the drill. There will be no recap on this one, and it is highly encouraged that you listen to part one beforehand. But with all that being said, let's jump into the episode already in progress. How is the uh, entryway lit? Oh, shit. <laughs> is it with candles? <laughs> it absolutely is. Not anymore, it's not. <laughs> Press the digitated darkness, all the candles snuff out, starting like left to right. Uh, and then there's like a cold wind on the back of Dorian's neck. And then the flutter of a cape and standing right next to him is the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. The real Phantom of the Opera. And Jack. As you make your entrance, Dorian turns around, sees in the darkness the vestige of Phantom. He snaps his fingers and prestidigitizes all of the candles backlit. (laughs) (laughs) People keep doing that to me. Here we go. Here we go. Battle of the Bards. <laughs> I just want to absolutely skedaddle as this is happening. <laughs> Our patron, I take it. Yes, my name is Dorian Gray. It's a pleasure to meet the Phantom. As he like takes a look back toward where Larry is trying to scuttle away. <laughs> just like scooting down the hall, just kind of like walk jogging. <laughs> Sir, I'm afraid that I'm under some misapprehension. I'm looking around and you seem to be someone who knows how to appreciate art. That's not what I heard in your opera house. And who might you have heard that from? From the disabused voice of my former protege, Christine Daae. Hmm. Ah, Christine. There's not much that she can offer in conversation, but in singing, well... She's nearly perfect. I wouldn't hold it against her for not knowing art when she sees it. Dan, how much do I know about uh, other theater stuff? Could I roll to see how familiar I am with one former bad actress? (laughs) Roll. (sighs) This should be history, but roll performance. Come on, something better than eight. 17. With a 17... You wouldn't know Sybil Vane by name. Damn. From what I understand, Mr. Gray, your type is alto and dead. (laughs) 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 Holy shit. Damn, the T. Dorian, kind of confused as that was kind of out of nowhere, uh, looks at you and goes, Um, well, yes, I do like alto. Dead, I... I'm not particularly fond of. No? Well, I guess not. That would be why you have a cycle of replacement women, you pathetic fool. Oh, shit. Ah, I see what you're getting at. Unfortunately, all of the many women that I've tried to train have been inadequate. So I've simply gotten rid of them. 
well, I feel as though the common denominator there, the inadequacy I see, would be their teacher. <laughs> but who am I to say? I hear you have a competition going on. And the woman behind the counter says, oh, were you interested in participating? There's like an open book on the desk on this map, so I'm going to assume that that book is there. Burning into its pages is a gorgeous squiggle dash, the phantom. <laughs> she says, that's not the... Oh, okay. So she closes the book, pushes it aside, and then hands you a piece of paper and says, can you just do that again on one of these? And also put your guess on which Christine is the real one? I guess. And I'm going to like take a scathing, withering look. And I'm going to say, I'm guessing gray. And then I will press to digitate another squiggle dash the phantom on the piece of paper. <laughs> and then I will hand it back. And then I will be like, thank you. It's not easy to do service jobs. I uh, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> You're really repairing your, uh, your reputation here. <laughs> wow. You can feel from somewhere unseen a collection of servants scowling <laughs> I know what you've done anyway anyway Mr. Gray um, as much fun as it is demolishing you in a battle of wits that you're woefully ill-equipped for there's someone wearing my fucking mask so I'm going to go find him oh. <laughs> um, I believe he already took your name in the competition so what you've just written down uh, will not be counted but I do hope you find your companion. Oh, what's the matter? <laughs> also, how many times do I have to say this? But real names only. Oh, the Phantom is my real name. <laughs> yeah. Eric was killed by the hatred of man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, as have we all. Anyway, can you please just put Eric down? <laughs> and Phantom leaves. Just flaps <laughs> okay. and leaves. <laughs> Goodness, how exhausting. And he turns around and sees the bandaged man. <laughs> he goes, oh, um, hello, I didn't see you come in. Hi, my name is Dorian Gray. It is so nice to make your acquaintance, Mr. Um... Uh, just, hold on, give me, uh, okay, um, you know, it would really, really be helpful if your banquet was a lot closer to the opera house. <laughs> it's just across the street. I don't... <laughs> but um, here, uh, and he pressed and digitizes a glass of water for you, good sir. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, and he'll just take it and start heading through the doors. Oh, would you like to join in the competition? Uh, I don't place bets on uh on losing things all right well i do hope that you enjoy the banquet and the artwork artwork you say <laughs> a little bit of energy kind of like comes back to him and he just oh, no. starts heading off towards the artwork i don't want to know what your knife would do <laughs> So whenever appropriate, I want to start looking at one of the paintings. Yeah, as you guys round the corner, you see Larry kind of pressed flat against the wall. <laughs> just like trying to hide. So I just thought... Uh, Can I have my mask back? <laughs> uh, yeah, for, for sure. I see you have another one. How many do you have? 
Phantom like rolls his eyes and takes the mask back from your face. But as he turns, you see like the inside of his cape is lined with bonus masks. <laughs> like the people who try to sell watches on the street. It's just masks. At the mention of a mask, Jack will pull out his uh, Plague Doctor mask and put that back on. Well, now what am I going to do for uh, for face decorations? Now that mine's been sniped. Uh, what do we think of our host? Um... I will just tell you, he tried to buy Mary. Wait. Mm-hmm. Like, like, an, like purchase? Like purchase. Larry, I know you don't kill a lot of people. <laughs> you know? But. I, I was wondering how you felt about that. I was not very uh, enthused, but trying to keep low profile. I'm going to be honest with you, Larry. Mm-hmm. I got to meet Christine Daae. Oh, you did? It was incredible. It was wonderful to finally meet her after admiring her work for so long. Uh uh But she said that he kidnapped her and he's forcing her to sing out of key to replace some idealized woman from his past. It's he's treating everyone like objects. Hmm. And you're not a fan of that. Why would I be a fan of that? Mm. Larry? You've said some things in the past that um, have been a little uh, suspicious, I will say. Phantom's just glaring at you, Mm -hmm. just like slit eyes. (laughs) Jack, that's not true, is it? Mm. Early on. Oh my god. (laughs) Just as recent as leaving Warwick Castle. As recent as this session. The beauty of your voice is yours alone, and I have never respected that boundary. And I am continuing to not by stealing it from you. Well, obviously we have some things to sort out, but we're going to kick this guy's ass, oh, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm glad you're on board. How? I mean, we could jump him, I guess. He kind of mm. looks like a punk bitch, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. That's kind of what we're figuring out. I do have a little bit of an idea about one way that we can get under his skin. Please. Mm-hmm. Lean over. Any art collector worth his salt never portrays any of his most valuable art out in the open. So if we could find where he keeps his actual valuables, that's where you can really get under his skin. What do we think about the Christine competition? Ah, it's a throwaway thing. She was in her dressing room. Either she's not here or we can just ask who the last Christine to show up was. Hmm, interesting. Okay. It seems like we have some semblance... Of a plan. Hey, wait, where is Mary? You did not sell Mary, no! did you? I, how dare you? <laughs> I, I would assume that Mary wouldn't let himself be sold. Mary did put up an offer, but we're not doing that. That's a no-go. Um, When I was still talking with Gray, Mary managed to slink away. Uh, He went in the other direction, though, so. Well, Jack, if you can do your thing, find us. Whatever most valuable underskinifying art you can find, <laughs> Phantom and I <laughs> can go win a competition. So, when I'm going to be talking to either of you, should I specify which Phantom? Uh, yeah, there's Phantom, and then there's cool, awesome, good, real Phantom. <laughs> That's uh, what I'll go by. Phantom and the cooler Phantom. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I don't very much look the part now, though. Jack's going to pull out his notebook and make a note of that. <laughs> I will reach into my, uh, like, cloak thing, and I will produce just a lamer Phantom mask. <laughs>
Here. I would never wear this again. <laughs> Gee, thanks, bud. Let's cut to Mary. After, like, perusing the paintings on the wall, I smell the food. I'm just eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. I want to make a note. I am actually being quite sophisticated, and I'm actually quite enjoying the spread of high society food, as it will. And I'm actually giving, like, my own little critiques to it in my own brain. I'm like, hmm, a little too nutty, but still delectable. <laughs> or, hmm. I like to imagine that he sits down in the kitchen when the food is actually being prepared and just takes other people's random plates. But you know what? He's owning it so much that he's like, this oh, is yeah. this is obviously some famous art critic that's coming through or, or food yeah. critic. Might as well be art. Yes, it's oh, beautiful. You know, the overlap between Mary and Shaggy is getting more interesting by the day. <laughs> he's even trying to do Shaq. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's why he's delicately tasting the food. If it was Shaggy, there he'd be is a difference. There is a distinct difference. Yes. Because Mary's never had any food prepared like this. It's just, yeah, this is like widening Mary's palate and he's loving it. But yeah, in case anyone wants to talk to me, I'm in the kitchen. Dorian has made his way into the banquet hall as well. Yeah, I'm going to try and find some quiet corner in the banquet hall. Yeah, I'm just trying to get caught up on the. Uh... The art pieces. Uh, so, Jack, go ahead and roll either Arcana or Perception. And then for everyone else in the banquet hall, in the room that you have entered into, there is dressed in all white and dressed in all blue some of the faux Christines for the faux Christine contest. <laughs> you said Arcana or Perception? Yes. At the disadvantage that I'm rolling, that'll be a 13. I'll say with a 13... These are not especially flattering portraits. Is anyone looking at me or watching me? Uh, not directly. There are a few people just around, but nobody's paying any attention to you specifically. I want to take a closer look. Do I see any clumping of the paint or can I actually tell that there was uh, actual brush strokes? Roll investigation. You can't just tell me that I see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too easy. Uh, 16, actually. With a 16, they are very intricately detailed, and if you stare very closely at the brushstrokes, you can see some of them begin to shift and move in between blinks. I'm gonna... The, the hand that's still completely invisible, I'll take off my glove, so that way no one actually sees me do this. Poke and then give a small scratch to the painting for some of the flecks to come off. In the banquet hall that Larry, Phantom, and Dorian are in, one patron immediately stands up and screams as you do this. Oh. Oh. Shoot. Dorian, seeing that, will immediately rush out of the room. Oh, he's coming for you. I put my glove back on and... <laughs> And I, I, I dash away because <laughs> I do whatever it was that I, that I did, like something that I did something. I don't know what I did. Dorian's terminating, running down the hall. Jack, roll stealth. Shoot, man. Why does it have to be a disadvantage? As you're sweepy. Oh, yeah. 18. Dorian, roll perception. Oh, shoot. All righty. I assume I'm caught. Oh, that's a 17. Plus 11. Plus 11! Oh. Whoa! Buried oh the lead God. there. That's the Dorian <laughs> specialty. 
<laughs> so with a 28. Damn. All right. Yeah. No, you you see him. Okay. I see this figure running away from the painting. <laughs> and I am going to cast command. Oh, shoot. And I'm going to command him to grovel. <laughs> so that is a wisdom save? That is a wisdom save, yes. What's the DC? Uh, it is a 17. Oof. Okay. Do you need me to explain what the spell does? Uh, just briefly. Target falls prone and ends its turn. Okay, and what was the result of that wisdom save? Uh, so that's a 10. Ugh. All right. And as you fall prone, Dorian is going to stop at the painting, take a look at it, see that there's a just the slightest amount of damage to it, walk right up to the invisible man, lean down. He's going to whisper in his ear, I do not take kindly to people touching my things. If you would kindly refrain from touching any of these portraits, that would be very, very helpful. Do I make myself crystal clear? Absolutely. I'm sorry. Oh, buddy. Yes. Imagine how much more sorry you'll be when I am not this kind. You may go. And he snaps his fingers and your body is no longer stuck pinned to the ground. And he is going to continue on his way. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, seems like we know what that does. Um, There's a room in the southwest. Jack's going to head over there and start investigating or start trying to look for anything suspicious. Go for it. And then in the meantime, I see Jordan's queued up. Teehee. Watching Dorian absolutely, like, with determination walk out of the room, I feel fairly comfortable that he is no longer, like, looming or watching from across somewhere. So I take this time to get out a little necklace of mine and make a phone call to Mr. Lockett. Because, um... The knowledge that Larry is currently working with, I have to act like I didn't see that scene with Phantom and Christine. So I'm just working on the fact that my buddy here is a serial killer monster up to some business. So after that encounter with him, that was very normal, even though I've got a lot of new knowledge now. I talk to Mr. Lockett. I'm like, um, hey, what would you do if, um someone that you really care about and and you want to see succeed might potentially have a nefarious plan that might be endangering a lot of people, might be causing a lot of harm around, but like you still care about them and it's just like a whole messy mess. Is this particular plan one that you are opposed to? I don't have all the information yet, but maybe, probably, I don't know. My recommendation would be not to act without all of the appropriate information on it. However, if there is someone who you care about that is doing things that you do not necessarily agree with, then I would say it is your responsibility to ensure that the proper outcome is met. Whether or not they agree. Uh, You know, 
Fair enough. Um, well, that was a little question for me. That was just uh, my little internal uh, uh, thoughts going. The real reason I, I, I called you out, um, though I thought you might relate to that one, was um, Marlo was asking uh, our host here at this event about coffins, and I had a sneaking suspicion he might be um, trying to track down one of Dracula's coffins. Do you think one of them might be here in Windsor? There is a very distinct possibility. I I do not know the entirety of the Master's plans for his coffins, but what do you know of this this place? Is it one that has a particular amount of vampire activity? Oh, yeah. There's a whole lot of them. And how disaffected does this corner of the English countryside seem? Uh, disaffected? In the sense of being impacted by the Master's plans. You know, it's odd. Everyone seems pretty jovial here. It's a bunch of rich socialites kind of doing what rich socialites do, and there just happens to be a lot of vampires in the mix. Then I would say there is a very good possibility that there is some amount of diplomatic immunity within this town. If they are keeping one of his coffins under lock and key, then the master might be persuaded to keep his influence away. Ah, interesting. Thank you. Thank you. That is, um, very helpful. Uh, how are you holding up in there? It is not exactly the most comfortable of situations, but... Yeah, I... I am doing what I can, which is not really anything. Yeah, you know, that's that's fair. I probably shouldn't have asked, but uh, thought I'd check in. Well, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Lockett. Um, and we will uh, <laughs> continue. <laughs> we will... Uh... And just one more time so that I, I understand correctly. That, yeah, 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 yeah. that first hypothetical question about one of the companions that you, you care about... Yeah. You, we uh, Well, I've recently learned that he has done uh, many, many murders, but not necessarily while I've been in his company, so I don't know how I feel about that, but due to his previous track record, I'm not sure he feels very sorry about that, so I'm just trying to figure out where I lie on this whole situation. That can be a difficult predicament to parse. Gather the information that you can and do what is best for your friend. Again, whether they agree or not, make sure that you get the best outcome for them. That's a lot of pressure. But, um, I... Shoot, I hear you. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And I'll clap and put him away. <laughs> Larry. Huh? Larry. Yes? What are you doing in this corner? Oh. I just realized... <laughs> That this building is fancy enough that it might have plumbing. And I have a new bullying strategy that would involve dunking that guy's head in a toilet and then flushing it. <laughs> Give me a second. My, I pulled my side. <laughs> That's some real tonal whiplash there. <laughs> I like got a cramp in my hip when that happened. <laughs> um, um, you know, true. Uh, and to what means do you think this uh the stick in the head in the toilet? Well, it's to embarrass and otherwise make feel humiliated and uncomfortable. Ah, I see, Dorian I see. Gray. I really don't like that. You I'm 100% with you on that. That guy is really, uh, he's very strange. 
Um, but in the meantime, I'd like to, with Phantom here, pull out the devil card and do the ability where I can sense the nearest valuable item or cache of treasure. Can I... You know, we're doing a lot of weirdness with valuable item and cache of treasure kind of where the line is there. Could I do that to detect the real Christine? It depends on how you justify it. Is Christine the most valuable item to Dorian? If not, then I guess it'll default to whatever is the most valuable thing here. All right, so here's the... Here's where the discrepancy is. Mm-hmm. The most valuable item in general or to a specific person? I guess it's in general. Then you would not, by that logic, be able to use it to track down Christine. If you're looking for something specific... Mm, okay. Could always use it to help me. Yeah, yeah. Basically, what I will say for that is using that devil card, all of the paintings light up to you. Duh. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Very valuable indeed. Mm, you little stinker. Hey, you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the one that's got a scratch on it. It's, it's a little less valuable now. Yeah, that one. That one's mm, a little less. Took a couple cents off that one. I'm gonna need somebody to fix that. <laughs> uh, so as I like pull out the devil card and my eyes kind of fill with fire for a second, and I scan around. I'm like, oh, shoot, it's not gonna work. Well, uh, do you want to commence with? Operation put head in toilet, or is that just I'll, an option? I'll wait for a little bit. Okay, okay. I'll wait just a bit. I think the competition should happen soon. And as usual, Larry, with my brilliance, I have come up with an oblique, shitty way to win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goody. All right, so before you trivialize the entire thing, let's cut to Mary, <laughs> who I see in front of one of the Christines. Uh, don't mind me. I just walk to this like this room, just looking around with my plate. I see the Christine in the green, and green's, I'm just going to say green's his favorite color. Aww. So he just goes over and just tries to start talking to her. He's like, so, I like your dress. Because <laughs> I was not there to hear about the explanation for the rules, <laughs> and I'm just like trying to just strike up a conversation about this paintings, and she's just like, I assume, just staring at me like, dude, I can't talk. She curtsies and then holds up a finger in front of the mouth on her mask and then holds up a small sign that says, the one in red tells the truth. Oh, it's one of these. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, oh, wait, is it for that, that, that costume or that, that contest thing? She nods. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't hear the rules for that because apparently I've been told I have no culture, so I came to get said culture. And I... She shrugs and pats you on the shoulder. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I... Uh, this is my first time here. I'm just enjoying... I'm just... I find delicious food. I see a woman in a dress of my favorite color. And I really don't know what's going on. So, um, <laughs> you can't really talk. So, I think I'm just going to leave you alone and go back that way. So, as I walk away, I'm going to take a look at these paintings and see if any one of them is different and also eavesdrop on these two people right where I'm in the middle of. All right, and then I will cut back over to Jack. Uh, for the room that I'm in right now in the southwest corner. So you're over at the vampire bar? Yes, just kind of like looking around the walls, the paneling, trying to eye over the bar to see if there's like, I don't know, 
you you pull a liquor bottle and magic door pops open. I don't know. Roll investigation. I rolled a 14. You don't find any secret passageways over here with a 14. You do see that Marlowe is sitting here at the bar with a few of the other vampires. As he says, so I hear our patron is getting a special delivery sometime soon. I've, I can't seem to find anything adequate within the mausoleums, but I do see a prepared and defended corner. Does anyone know what's arriving? And he shoos you away as they're all kind of staring at you <laughs> awkwardly. Okay. I'll snag a drink and try and walk somewhat quickly past Dorian and not make eye contact because, of course, i am already been made, in a sense. <laughs> he is staring daggers, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that was a vampire bar. Did he just get a cup of blood and leave? I mean, it's a full bar, so... All right, all right. That's good, that's good. <laughs> the important questions, though. Specifically vampire bar? <laughs> it's just a bar that happens to have a lot of vampires there at it. Um, I don't know how many rolls it might take, but I want to check out this back room. Okay, so you can start making your way over there. Okay. Yeah. And whenever appropriate. All right. Back to Phantom and Larry. All right. What's the plan? Well, unwisely, I guessed Gray <laughs> before I even walked into the room on account of that's his name, Larry. You know, that's fair. That's a fair guess. But I'm just going to steal his color perception. They're all going to be gray. <laughs> <laughs> so, so should I write down gray on my sheet as well? Uh, on the off chance that that doesn't fly, let's say there's some sort of, I don't know, deific game master who thinks that's unfair. <laughs> or if, don't, so let's just say our patron were to, I don't know, get a good roll or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Thanks. you should probably go ahead and, and bet elsewhere ah, uh, to, to hedge our bets. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, any idea or clue or you, you did finally get to meet Christine. Is there any like, I don't know physical characteristic or like habit she has that we can pull out and notice is it one of the ones in this room dan would i be able to recognize christine my multiple decade best friend acquaintance <laughs> roll insight um ba -ba -ba, dirty 20 heck yeah it is not one of the ones in the room you are in ah so cross off blue cross off gray oh we'll have to take a stroll larry okay We'll uh, head on up to the next room, I suppose. I will say, just because the color tinting's weird, the one that you've marked as gray is, is white. white. And then the one that's just kind of like a diluted color palette that just looks slightly desaturated, that one's black. Oh, there's not even a gray, it's black? <laughs> it's gray now. It's gray now. Yay! I mean, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> You're like, yes, guess the color that's not even on the board. So the colors that are available are blue, red, green, white, and what was black that is now gray. Stick. <laughs> so yeah, it's not white or blue. I guess when we've got another chance, we'll check this uh, upper room as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll swing north to the only other room that has two of them in it. Little, little metagaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Jack, as you make your way up to the northernmost room, go ahead and roll another perception. Okay. At disadvantage, I did roll a 17. All right. What specifically are you looking for? Mostly anything that looks like it's trying to be hidden. Like, he doesn't want the general public around it. There's nothing hidden within this room. Uh, just had a quick question. For 
Larry or Phantom. Yeah, hit, hit or us Phantom up. and then less good Phantom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you guys heard that scream earlier, right? Uh, yeah, it was loud and kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Made, uh, Dorian go sprinting out of the room, away from the scream, oddly enough. Yeah, uh, we had a bit of an exchange, but it seemed like the scream happened almost immediately after I poked and scratched at a painting because some of the brush strokes were a bit, I don't know, something was off about it. Like, it looked like it was shifting or moving, almost, and... Uh, I mean, he immediately came right to where I was right after that. So I'm wondering if you guys saw anything with the, uh, the patron that may have screamed or yeah, can, if you guys noticed something else. Can you point out whose portrait it was? I didn't see the person. I just heard the scream. But no, like you saw the portrait, right? Would you be able to point him out in this room? I think the scream came from over here. Uh. Oh, everyone's got a damn mask, huh? <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll take a look to see if there's any identifying features that maybe I recognize from the painting, like either it's hair or side face features. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Jack, when Dorian encountered you, did he do anything weird? Did he say anything wild in response? He seemed very determined to get over there. Um, There was a uh, I don't know how else to say it, but he told me to grovel and I was forced to do so. Ah, oh, that reminds me of Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's different when it's Emotep, you know? All right, so we're, we're going to fuck this guy up, right? Yes, absolutely. That's where <laughs> yeah, we're all yeah, at. Yeah, okay. We're all into it. Jack, I'm very sorry that happened to you. Being magically compelled to do things sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think someone should probably update Mary on some of this information, but I'm going to go check another room. And he'll walk through the kitchen and into the main area. And you pass by this red Christine holding a sign that says, Black and blue are liars. <laughs> gray and blue. Gray and blue. Gray and blue are liars. There we go. We already know gray's a liar. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of like looking for anything that looks like it's got a seam or a hidden door. Um, maybe some small bit of magic that looks like it's seeping out of somewhere. Go ahead and roll both perception and stealth. Oh, okay. Mm. See on the map, Dorian's roaming the halls. <laughs> Ominously. Gotta check all the paintings for damage. <laughs> oh, you're such a good gallery host. <laughs> I gotta schmooze with all the guests. Of course. <laughs> I don't feel schmoozed. You're the one who left. <laughs> okay, so for stealth, I got an 18. And for perception, that's a 7. Mm. For... An 18 stealth. You're fine. Okay. Any of the people look like they're a little bit more flustered? One of the people that may have screamed or something like that? If you had rolled a higher perception. Oh, damn. All right. Ah, shucks. I know some real crazy uh, new information dropped there, but. <laughs> yeah, it was really neat. <laughs> what I'll say, roll insight. It just kind of sucks that I'm rolling all these at disadvantage because, like, I'm getting a lot of good first rolls and my second rolls are just garbage. Oh, oh did somebody read the book of eternal damnation and evil? <laughs> and then <laughs> consequences. <laughs> and then consequences. Aww. <laughs> uh, 15 on insight. With a 15 insight, you can feel that a lot of the people in this room are keeping an eye on you. But my stealth. <laughs> Nobody's making any moves on you, but they've got their eyes on you. Oh, that's uncomfy. I 
don't like that. <laughs> Speaking of eyes on people, can I check to see if these two Christines are my decades-long protege a companion? <laughs> sure, roll insight. Oh, no! I'm going to burn that inspiration. 17. Hey. With a 17, it's the green one. Yeah! Yeah! Hey. I guessed wrong. Oh, oh, no. Well, you know, the good news is your name's on my paper, and I'm going to circle the green one. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. Yeah, it's that. That's very and the real Christine gave me a pat on the shoulder. Yay! Oh, she's so nice. I would like to walk down to reception and pretend that I'm just, like, talking nicely to the receptionist and press the digitate magic erase my gray and then make it green. <laughs> All right, so two submissions for Squiggle Dash the Phantom. Yeah. That say green. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. We win. <laughs> and then I guess we're going to uh, reconnect with Mary. Hey, bud, uh, how you doing over here? Hmm? Oh. Oh, you've got a plate of food. Well, I have no idea what these things are. As I point to like a pig in a blanket sort of thing, I was like, this one's like a tiny sausage <laughs> inside of a bread. And man, talk about savory. And then this one over here, I point to like a little piece of shrimp. This thing is like all pink, but it's, I mean, it's kind of, I think this came from the water or something, but this is really good. And then there's this one over here. It's essentially a burger slider. <laughs> this one's my favorite. There's a stuff on top of it that's all melty. I have no idea what it is. I've had meat before, obviously, mm -hmm. but what they did just makes it taste so much better. <laughs> that's, that's great. I'm glad you're having a fun time. And those do look good. Uh, so we've, we've reconnected with Eric. You what? But I slowly turn over and I see Eric. Hey, Mary. I hand Larry my food. Oh. And I walk up right to him and I bring him in very close. Oh, <laughs> hug. And I'm going to just like wrap my arms around <laughs> Mary's midsection. <laughs> I am digging my hands and his shoulders enough to hurt, not enough to cause him damage. A little tight, friend. Oh, you, you are lucky that there are so many people around here. Because if it was just us, that mask you're wearing, I'm breaking it so the world can see who you truly are. And I thought I was the monster. Mary, 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 we've got bigger fish to fry right now. Oh, I know. We've got to deal with the Dorian problem, and then we will address what we learned here. This conversation is not over, and you're damn lucky I swore an oath that people can be redeemed, including you, but that does not mean you are safe from my own wrath. I will still help you with this, Eric, but mark my words. We are going to have a conversation. You are not going to enjoy it. And you are going to tell me everything. And you are going to plead your case that you deserve to keep walking around. If I'm not convinced, you're going back to where Jack was going to send you when we first met. I make myself crystal clear. Yeah, so I have no idea where that came from. Like, as a character. Um, obviously, I know where that came from. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Phantom is a 
aghast and just like shaken and horrified and honestly just meekly backs up and kind of sits on the stairs just stunned mary i know we learned a lot about him but i don't know it feels like everything we've known about him has been a lie yeah how he decides to move going forward here i think we'll be telling on how we should react but in other words something is odd with these paintings there is a man over by the kitchens he was staring at a portrait of himself the portrait looked tired exhausted it was like the artist decided to turn him ghastly i even heard another painter talk about how it wasn't as flattering as she thought it was but yet when i looked at her she was immaculate she was something out of a fairy tale so you're 100% correct. Whatever happens, none of us. And I look over to Eric. None of us can get our portraits done. There is some sort of magic here. I don't know what it is, but it is affecting the patrons. And it's probably the reason why the vampires are getting all their blood for free. That makes a lot of sense. At least that's what I've been able to piece together. In your running around and checking out the portraits, have you found one of Dorian yet? Now that you mention it, I don't think so, but to be perfectly honest, I was just looking at paintings trying to get some form of this culture that him and Marlo were talking about. It's a culture. I wouldn't say it's the culture. It's probably a... Wait, a culture? There's more than one? It's, you know, high society posh. If you want to be a part of that crowd, that's the kind of culture you're absorbing. So you can choose whether or not you want to embrace it, but I don't know. It's not my, my favorite type of lifestyle. Can I not embrace it, but can I still keep the food? Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool, because this food is, like, really good. <laughs> I hand Larry a shrimp. Oh, thank you. And Larry's going to kind of stare at it, because ever since becoming a werewolf, he's had a conflicted feeling about eating meat. <laughs> he's like, oh, mm. oh, He's like, thanks, buddy. Um, what, do, do you not like that uh, thing? I, what is that called, by the way? I don't know what oh, that is. It's uh, it's a shrimp. You're you were right. You're very uh, on it. It is from the sea. Uh, it's a little crustacean that goes around and kind of just like. Follow up question: What's a crustacean? Um, do you know? You know what? Lessons for a different time. <laughs> we'll, we'll put a pin in that. We'll come back to uh, yeah, the lessons we'll on sea that. life. Uh, but anyway, I want to say to Mary before we reconnect. If, if it means anything, when I told Phantom that Dorian tried to buy you, he was absolutely distraught, which, you know, per some previous comments he said to you, seemed a little out of character. So, I don't know. Our fella here's a little, uh, yeah. complicated. Aren't we all? Yeah. All right. Let's see how he's doing. And Dorian strides into the room. Hey! With, whoa, who's that? A very exhausted and dead behind the eyes painter following in his wake. Oh, buddy. He makes Larry look good. <laughs> <laughs> this very gaunt, very Tim Burton looking painter strides in, just kind of dragging his feet and looking to Dorian just for his next cue as he's not interacting or engaging with anything and just looks so completely broken. And Dorian makes a grand gesture. He addresses everybody in the room. Thank you all for joining in this little competition. If you would please 
and he prestidigitizes a little top hat. Place your votes in the hat, and we will begin the drawing shortly. I tentatively place my vote in the hat. I don't have a piece of paper, but I like, I just nudge Lair and go, maybe it's the green one. That's the one I talked to. Oh, it's, it's absolutely the green one. Eric confirmed. What, really? Yeah, yeah, that's Christine. You're, you're kidding me. That's Christine Daye, yeah, the famous singer. I thought that, that's just my favorite color. Oh, oh. Well, apparently you both have great taste. Lucky me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool, very cool. You, you met a celebrity. And the rainbow of Christine's all walk up to the table overlooking the wall of paintings and take their seats, each of them carrying with them the sign that they were holding. (laughs) That we did not engage with. (laughs) And show to the audience as the votes are already tallied and gathered in. I'm so sorry, Dan. We did not engage with that at all. (laughs) (laughs) A really fun puzzle, yeah. Anyway. uh, Um... Dorian, as he grabs the hat, he motions for Basil to stand right by the Christines toward the back. Go to your corner, Basil. (laughs) And Basil hesitates, not for any, like, disobedience reasons, just because it takes a moment for him to process, and then just very weakly walks in that direction. Hey, Mary, I think we need to get that guy some shrimp. I think he needs more than shrimp. That dude needs to sleep. Yeah. I know that feeling. Oh, Jesus, where'd he go? (laughs) Dorian is going to jump onto the table. The winner of this competition and the winner of a portrait done by Basil Halworth himself is... Oh, shoot, we didn't want this, right? And he tosses the the papers and the hat for a little bit, making a big show of of really trying to get through all of the submissions and pulls out a crisp piece of paper, opens it up. His expression sours a little bit, but then it goes back to normal. The centum! <laughs> and prestidigitizes little poofs of confetti. <laughs> Quite the showman. Is the confetti, like, thrown over Phantom? Is it like the um, Squidward gif with, like, the <laughs> flower petals going over the, like, sour face? Yeah. yeah uh, there are two big poofs of it right in front of him, out of the room, and then there's a really pathetic one that just, like, shoots downward at you. <laughs> <laughs> just right in the face. <laughs> Yay. Slow, slow applause. Dorian walks over to the phantom, dusts off his shoulders a little bit, says, I could have sworn that you put down gray, which wasn't even a color in the first place, but still. (laughs) Seems that you have won our little competition. So, if you would like, you can come with me right away and we can get that portrait of you done. You will look, well, you look as stunning as you look now, I guess. Guess. Anyway, <laughs> come with me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Way to really sell it. Yeah. Phantom looks up and, and meets Dorian's eyes. And to be honest, that powerful caddy energy that he walked in with earlier is sucked out of him. He's just like, honestly, his eyes are maybe a little bit like puffy, a, a little red, a little sunken. Oh, no. And he's like, To be honest, Monsieur Gray, I don't know that I feel up to a portrait at the moment. However, I would adore the honor being shared between the two of us 
Instead, might I regale you with a performance? My victory, of course, will be singing with the incredible Christine Daae in a key of my choosing. And yours will be perceiving us <laughs> watching this, which I would leave with you. And I put down a folder that says Don Juan Triumphant. Yes! Oh my gosh. <laughs> you were excited. <laughs> anyway, continue. I won your stupid competition. And rather than waste the talents of your, what, wink over there, <laughs> I would rather perform with Christine Daae. And you said, in the key of your choosing, yes? Well, yes, there's good keys because she's a soprano. And then there's the bad keys, which is your traumatic therapy thing. <laughs> I'm... Not sure what you mean by therapy, but saying that there are bad keys just proves how worthless of a performer you truly are. So I can't say that I agree to your little preposition. You either get a portrait done of yourself, or the best I could do is maybe offer that same service to one of your other friends here. But other than that, I'm I'm afraid I simply can't Give the okay. All right. You know what, Mr. Gray and Phantom's going to stand up and I'm going to activate my counter charm feature. Uh, me and friendly creatures within 30 feet get advantage on like frightened or charmed saves. I'd like Christine to snap out of it. All right. She'll make an advantage, an advantaged saving throw. <laughs> advantaged. Nat 20. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, it's time. Hell yeah. Christine, sing once again for me our strange duet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. May I use unsettling words on that? Please describe unsettling words. As a bonus action, you can expend one use of bardic inspiration and choose one creature you can see within 60 feet. The creature must subtract the number rolled from the next saving throw it makes before the start of your turn. <clears throat> That's afterwards. Uh, never mind. <laughs> well, then no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just realized. Reading the fine print sucks. Yeah, yeah. But I will use silvery barbs. I didn't want to waste a spell slot, but I will. She's not attacking you. I know the fine print on that spell. <laughs> Read silvery barbs. The triggering creature must re-roll the d20 and use the lower roll. Oh my god, it's not an attack. Yeah, it's not an attack. Oh, shoot. All right, so she's going to re-roll that nat 20. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. There's an asterisk, which you take when a creature you can see within 60 feet of yourself succeeds an attack roll. <laughs> an ability check or saving throw. <laughs> God damn it! There's so many ups or downs. <laughs> I don't know if I should be happy or not. I, oh my God. This is like days of our lives or something. <laughs> so back and forth. You're not going to believe this. The disadvantaged is also a nat 20. Oh my gosh. Uh, Damn. Yeah. All right. It was meant to be. There's no room for you here, Gray. <laughs> Double nat 20s. <Whoa. laughs> Neato. <laughs> All right. So let's rewind a bit to what the setup and context for this was again. So Dorian threatens me. 
I break Christine's charm. He tries to unbreak Christine's charm. Failure. (laughs) All right. So at the table of the rainbow Christine's, the green one suddenly comes to and looks around with a bit of a panic, hears you cueing her up to sing, holds a hand up to her throat, and starts to sing just a small lilting... You needn't fear him. Hold. (laughs) I'm going to hit Dorian with the Diasire. Whoa. Whoa. Is that a wisdom saving throw? It is. You told me I could use it and it would work like it did when the (laughs) Hydra had it. Okay. Uh, Yes, it is a performance check against a wisdom saving throw. Okay. And if it doesn't work, I'm just going to say this right now. I'm going to cast Gios on Christine. (laughs) Oh, no. What does that do? If relevant, explain. But first, make the save. Unfortunately, I only rolled an 11. Oh, okay. I rolled a 17. Silvery barbs. Oh! Ah, all right. All Bard, right. Bard tennis. Uh, you know what, Dan? I'm going to finally do it. I'm going to finally cast a spell. Yeah. Oh? I am going to cast heroism on the phantom. You know, thematically, very good timing. Please explain the heroism spell. Heroism. A willing creature you touch is imbued with bravery. Until the spell ends, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcasting ability modifier at the start of each of its turns. When the spell ends, the target loses any remaining temporary hit points. Okay, so what I will say for that then, I will take kind of the thematic implications of what you're doing here. Okay. So you'll get the temporary hit points. I will say it will give you one advantage. Understood. And that was the first spell Mary has ever cast. Yay! Congratulations. Oh my god. I can do magic now. He's a magical guy. Dorian, tell me you moved under 11. I rolled an 18, so 17 is still the highest. Or the lowest, rather. Okay, fine, fine, fine. So you're not Diazirade. Boo. All right, well, uh, I'm going to cast Gios then, and I I will say what it does. (laughs) All right, please explain the Gios spell. You place a magical command on a creature that you can see within range, forcing it to carry out some service or refrain from some action or course of activity as you decide. If the creature can understand you, succeed on a wisdom saving throw or or become charmed by you for the duration. Uh, While a creature is charmed by you, it takes 5d10 psychic damage each time it acts in a manner directly counter to your instructions. You can issue any command you choose short of an activity that would result in certain death. Can can I see the spell incoming? I think I know where you're uh, going with this. Yeah, I think I know where you're going with this too. <laughs> I would say you can see the spell incoming. You do not know at which level it is cast. I'll give it my best shot. <laughs> so I see this like terrible hellish spell start to come up out of Dorian. I don't know how it looks when he casts it, but I see it coming. And I want to say I grab Phantom by the collar and I like pull him back and I I counterspell! (laughs) At what level do you cast that counterspell? My warlock level is fourth. Mias is fifth. No! I'm sorry, buddy, I tried. Wait, doesn't that mean that you have to roll? No, if it's above, only if it meets. Uh, So for counterspell, 
if the spell you are countering is a higher level than the spell slot you're burning for counterspell, then your counterspell fails and the original succeeds. If it's the same level, then it's a roll of the dice to see if it succeeds or fails. If you're counterspelling at a higher level than the spell, then the counterspell just outright succeeds. Uh. Yep, yep. But yeah, I, I try and pull Phantom out of the way and send out a counterspell and his Gios just consumes it and moves forward. So then with the counter charm, I'm assuming that will give Christine advantage on her save against this. Yes. And she separately has advantage from the silvery barbs. So she has two advantage. Multi advantage. <laughs> I don't know if they stack. <laughs> so it might just be advantage on two separate things. Uh, it would be advantage on two separate things. Yeah. So, But with advantage, that is a 15. A 15 does not save. It was a 17. All right. So, uh, Oh, by the way, the stipulation of uh, Gios, she is not to speak or sing unless directly given the okay by me. So once again, her voice cuts off and is rended away from her. I cannot believe I'm about to do this. We'd all better roll initiative. I draw my rapier and stab Dorian Gray. (laughs) Oh, 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 shit. All right. I'm not going to have you roll to hit. Roll damage critically. Well, this just means Uh. it's not going to (laughs) stick. I've never had to roll damage for my sword before. (laughs) 1d8. So I get two of those. Seven damage. Oh, okay. (laughs) Dorian feels the cold steel enter his torso. The blood starts spreading on his perfectly white shirt. He's going to grab it, look up, wince, and then stand up a little straighter, adjust his tie a little bit, press to digitate away the blood, look him in the eye and say, looks like we're in for a little bit of a fight. (laughs) All right. So everyone roll initiative. All right. You scare me, Bailey. We are the outcasts and misfits, you might say. We deal with the nightmares that you run away from every single day. We know the world is a gruesome little place. But us outsiders, we've developed quite a taste for the grisly and morbid, the ghastly and the horrid. We know it's awful, dreadful, but we like it. Just another haunted night, shrouded with unearthly fright. So when you're oh so terrified, you know who to call. The world is falling apart, we'll never take it to heart. So monsters and creatures and spirits and specters and all, let's all have a ball. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of D&D Dark, created, hosted, and edited by myself, Danger Dan Jers, with artwork by Jordan Nelson. Special thanks to our patrons, including Pink Shy Guy, The Lone One VA, Pyropat, CJ, The OG Phantom, Sparks Witty, Harley Q135, Rusty Halo, and Dire Beast. If you want to join our cult and hear your name entered into the pool of credit shoutouts, as well as get access to our fan Discord, bonus mini campaigns, and one shots, then head over to our Patreon and sign up for just five bucks a month. If you want to help us out in other ways, then spread the word to your friends and family, or leave us a review at ratethispodcast.com slash d n dark dn dark's cast this episode is aaron coffold as eric the phantom of the opera grayson norman as jack griffin the invisible man jordan nelson as larry talbot the wolfman 
and Ben Magnet as Mary, the Frankenstein monster. This episode also featured Bailey Figure 8 as Dorian Gray. Our theme song and outro is Let's All Have a Ball by Ryan White Maloney and Tony Carboni, recorded at True North Studios, Las Vegas. Additional music this episode was provided by Luca Longani. Listen to new episodes of Dean Dark Wednesdays, anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, this is my first time here. I'm just enjoying, I'm just, I find delicious food. I see a woman in a dress of my favorite color, and I really don't know what's going on. So, um, <laughs> you can't really talk. So, I think I'm just going to leave you alone and go back that way. Oh, so precious. That was lovely. I, I was going to say, I want more of a, a merry therapy session. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> just talking to himself. Just hanging out. My dad did this to me, and then and then this Dorian guy said I had no culture. No, he's just <laughs> hanging out. He's just having a nice like, time. My dad, my dad created me, and then I had to live in the woods. Then I met something really cool, and then someone burned her at the stake. <laughs> and then I met my friends, and then a part of me, I guess one of my friends is also really, really bad. And then I swore an <laughs> oath. And then she just walks away. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I can't handle this anymore. <laughs>